Hello and welcome back to the workbench. This is where we discuss ceiling fan history, trivia, and technical information. Today we're going to talk about canarm. And if you're anything like me, you're going, canarm? Really? They're interesting enough for a workbench video? I would not have thought that, but in researching the Hong Kong Big Three, and in researching specifically Wingtat, I learned a lot about canarm. And yes, they're interesting enough for a workbench video. So let's get into it. Canarm's origins start with Canadian Armature Works, which was a fan and motor manufacturer in Montreal that was founded in 1934 by Max Nathison. They made like freshened air copies and things of that nature. In 1945, they trademarked Pleasant Air, which I think fan collectors know will become significant later. In 1956, Danor, a metal fabricating plant, was founded in Ontario by Norm Carson. In 1962, someone named Stuart Beatty buys 50% of Danor and they open a plant in Brockville in Ontario, which has seven employees at the time. In the 1960s, they made fireplaces, exhaust fans, agricultural fans, traffic, and they made traffic signs from the leftover metal. So they'd make the fireplaces, exhaust fans, etc., and they'd have leftover metal. What can we do with this? Let's make traffic signs. They're a very resourceful company. That was Danor. In 1968, Canadian Armature Works, the fan company, enters bankruptcy. In 1969, Danor acquires Canadian Armature Works, and that's how Danor got into the commercial fan business, because prior to that, they only made agricultural fans. In 1970, a paint shop at the Danor factory burns to the ground. Norm Carson, the founder, runs into the fire to shut off the gas line so that, the whole, so that everything isn't lost. <laughs> Meanwhile, a Quebec separatist group takes over Montreal, kidnaps and murders the deputy premier of Quebec. The decaying Canadian Armature Works plant in Montreal, where they were still making, uh, making fans after the buyout, is closed because of the takeover and because that plant is getting old and run down. Um, <clears throat> so they have to move all of their employees and equipment out of that plant and out of Quebec escorted by armed guards because Quebec is under siege from the uh, separatist group. That's 1970. Danor faces financial issues from the fire and from the cost of moving Canadian Armature Works to Brockville. Uh, Stuart Beatty asks his son David to come home from business school. He's in the middle of business school to take over because he's these are all machinists and guys that know how to make things. They're not necessarily businessmen, but Stuart's got a son, David, who's going to business school. He's like, you can, you can come home and you can fix this for us uh, with what you've learned so far, you know? Um, so David comes home and takes over the financial side of the company. They discontinue baseboard heaters and motor rewinding services from Canadian Armature Works and shift their focus to industrial commercial fans. In other words, they're one of the things that they start with David is we're going to, okay, we're going to get rid of, because they do a lot of things. They make fans, they make signs, they make agricultural products, they make heaters, they make fireplaces. Okay, we're going to, some of the stuff that's not as profitable and it's very small portions of our business, we're going to get rid of that and we're going to focus on what's profitable, which is commercial and industrial fans, both like big blowers and things like that. Not really ceiling fans yet, but we're, we'll get into that. Um, <clears throat> okay, so while leading Danor, which is still the name of the company at this point, David graduates with an accounting degree. So he quits business school, comes home, works for the company, and gets an accounting degree. 
1975, Dan Orr starts importing ceiling fans from Hong Kong, from Union. Um, Norm retires due to health issues caused by the fire. He really ended up with some issues because of the because he ran into the fire. And he's still relatively young. I can't remember how old he is when he retires, maybe like 50 or something like that. Um, but yeah, he's, they, his doctors tell him, you got to retire or you're not going to survive. And uh, he does. So that is 75. In 1976, the Union imported industrial ceiling fans show up as Pleasant Air by Air Moving Products Limited. Not by Danor, not by Canarm yet, but as Pleasant Air. That's 1976. In 1974, Danor has quality, reliability, and delivery issues with their Hong Kong supplier, which is Union. Uh, so David Beatty, the son, the businessman, travels to Hong Kong to find a new supplier. He didn't know anything about importing ceilings, ceiling fans from Hong Kong other than the little business they had done with Union and, and wasn't crazy about them. So he went to Hong Kong, was in his hotel room, and just started cold calling factories from the phone book found out that most of them don't speak English, which I guess you would think, but maybe at that point in time, you didn't realize that. Um, so he calls up Winged Hat, someone named Herman Kwan answers, and he did speak English. Uh, David immediately liked and trusted Herman, and based just on that phone call, which he flew all the way to Hong Kong to make the phone call. Granted, I'm sure he visited the factory afterwards, but the phone call could have happened from Canada. Um... Just But based on that phone call and the gut feeling he got from Herman Kwan, um, who was not the founder or owner of Wingtat, but he was an employee there, uh, David picked Wingtat as their exclusive supplier for industrial ceiling fans. That was 1979. In 1980, Stuart Beatty, his father, officially retires. Danor is renamed Canarm Limited. That is 1980. The logo, which we all are familiar with at this point, I think, is designed to represent an electric coil and an air current, representing what they do, motors and fans. In 1981, Canarm starts sourcing fans from Taiwan as well. They hire Roger, Roger Chen, who was previously the sales manager for Aircool, as their Taiwan agent. And they're getting fans from different factories in Taiwan, probably including Aircool. That's 81. No real news until 1986, because you might remember that they got into the fan business in the first place by buying Canadian Armature Works when they went bankrupt. In 1986, another company goes bankrupt, and Canarm buys the bankrupt Four Seasons Venair company. And that's how they entered the residential fan market. Up until this point, they were only selling commercial fans and agricultural fans and, you know, things of that nature. Um, but they saw an opportunity to enter the residential fan market by buying this bankrupt company, Four Seasons Venair. David flies to Taiwan to meet Robin Fan, which is the name. So you probably know when you go overseas and even in the U.S. that uh, uh, business people of Asian descent and with Asian names will sometimes give themselves an English name to make it easier for us dumb Americans and Canadians and Europeans. Um, and the trading company that supplied Venair, the owner of that trading company called himself Robin Fan, and he also called his company Robin Fan. That was his name, that was his company's name. Um, and they were the trading company that supplied Venair. Because remember, unless you do it all in-house the way that SMC did, you need you have a factory, you have a trading company, 
and then you have a company on the American end. So there was whatever factories that for that Four Seasons was using, and those factories were being sourced by Robin Fan, and Robin Fan was selling those fans to Four Seasons Venair, which was the Canadian company. Um, this is significant because when David flies to Taiwan to meet Robin Fan, he discovers that Robin Fan owns one third of the factory that supplies Robin Fan. And, he's, and that factory is overcharging Venair by 15% and Robin Fan is pocketing the difference. So this guy is doing some shady David Moss type accounting. And he immediately discontinues the contracts with Robin Fan. Uh, the Venair employees are very disappointed. They had hoped to be purchased by Nadair, who they saw as a much more successful company. By the way, we're going to talk about Nadair in the future. I know you didn't think I was going to do a video on Nadair either, just like you didn't think I was going to do one on Canarm. You are wrong. You will be surprised. Um, anyhow, so the Venair employees are very disappointed. They wanted to be purchased by Nadair. Um, and by the way, relevant trivia, Robin Fan has ceiling fan patents well into the 2000s. If you go and search Google patents, Robin Fan is still there patenting fan stuff. That's 86. In 1987, Wing Tat closes their Hong Kong factories. Uh, Canarm begins buying industrial fans from Kuei Chow and Xinhu Electric Motor Company, which is also known by one of their subsidiaries, PowerMax. That's 87. In 1988, Wing Tat reopens factories in mainland China. Those factories are now called China Miles. We talked about this in the Wing Tat video. In 1988, China Miles supplies 50% of all Canarm fans. In 1990, Herman Kwan, remember him, is hired by Canarm, away from Wing Tat, as the head of Pacific Operations. By 1994, David Beatty assumes majority ownership and takes Canon private. Uh, before that point, it was a publicly traded company. That's 1994. In 2004, Canon buys Florida Lighting and enters the fluorescent lighting business. In 2005, Canon buys Leader Fan. In 2008, Canon buys Titus Lighting and enters the crystal and lucite lighting business. Also in 2008, lightning strikes. Uh, there are lightning strikes that fry all of Canarm's computers. They lose all of their data in 2008. All the way fast forward, 2019, they build a huge new plant. And as you know, they're still manufacturing industrial fans, industrial ceiling fans, commercial ceiling fans, residential ceiling fans, lighting, so many things. So it's very interesting because they only got into the businesses that made them successful by buying other failing companies. So again, they, they got into industrial and commercial fans in the first place by buying Canadian Armature Works. They got into residential ceiling fans by buying Four Seasons Benair. And um, then they got into lighting by buying Florida Lighting and Titus Lighting. And now Canarm is a huge lighting supplier. And um, they're a huge residential fan supplier to Canada. And they're a huge industrial and commercial supplier of fans to everywhere. You see Canarm fans all over the U.S., despite the fact that there's plenty of American companies importing the same stuff. So, that's Canarm. I like them so much more after this video, after learning this stuff. I never really cared that much for Canarm as a collector. Like, their older Union fans were cool, but they're the same as 
Enviro fans and unions. And then, honestly, I think my favorite can arms were the Tat era cast industrials. So that would be from um, that would be from '76. So wow, those union ones are really rare. I think Pete and I have a couple, but um, no, that wasn't '76. Sorry, '79. But either way, the union ones are '70s only. So '79 to '87 is when they closed the Hong Kong factory. So that would be the the longest they could possibly have the cast Pleasant Airs. Those are what I really like. I've got a couple of them. I really want a 36-inch one. Um, those, I think, are the coolest thing that Can-Arm has produced. But their history makes them cool. And how they got into the fan business and saved other failing companies, and included the employees from those companies who wanted to stay with. Um, some, of the, uh, some of the Four Seasons Venair employees left because they were disappointed to be bought by Can-Arm. They thought that for sure that was going to be the end of the company because this comparably small company, Canarm, was buying them and they, oh, we're not going to be successful, you know, Nadair should have bought us. And look at Nadair and Canarm today. So I think the whole thing's really cool. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to have learned it. I like Canarm and their fans much more for having learned it. Uh, we're going to learn more things next video. So please like, comment, subscribe, ring notification bells. This video is sponsored by Fanstick. Bye, Fanstick.